show and tell with Amanda. Yeah, mate. Come on, tell us a story then. You got me all geared up. I got me warm cookies and milk, you know, and like <laughs> I've got me blanket. I'm waiting. One of my athletes, every time every time I speak to him, he goes, go on, tell me another bit. So, oh, bloody hell, hang on a minute. The bash is running out my laptop. Oh, yeah, no. You, it's always you, isn't it? I don't know why. I charged my phone and then played it on my laptop. One second. Right, we're on. We're on. Right. People are going to go live and, live and uncut this time. I was very professional last time and didn't really tell you very much about who I am and um, like who I really am and uh, how that is um, helping me to coach people. So the people that are coming to me now for coaching are people, um, they're adaptive athletes but they're not their physical their physical challenges aren't really that big of a deal compared to what they've been facing mentally and i think that is why they're coming to me like i don't know what people think about the universe and energy and what attracts what anything like that but um <clears throat> I am definitely getting people coming to me for help. They think they're coming for their body. What they actually need is help with their mindset um, and to build their character and to um, really understand who they are as a person. Because, like, for example, I've got someone who... has. I've got several people who've had life-altering... Um, injuries or uh illnesses and there was one person and then they've become a completely different person and it's taken them years to even really uh get to grips with who they are never mind find some acceptance around it um and i feel like that is like if you was to describe my life in a nutshell, that is what I've really experienced in my life is being one person and then being something completely different. So I knew I wanted to talk about change today and about character and resilience. Um, but so many things have happened. Like it's hard to sort of um, put it into words sometimes. So... And I wasn't sure how honest do I want to be. Um, but then I also think, like, I'm not ashamed of who I am and I'm not ashamed of the life I've led. I'm proud of myself and I'm proud of what I've achieved and how I've got to here. And if I can help one person by sharing that message to them, then it's worth, you know, someone else's judgment of me because really I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks anymore anyway. So, Yeah. That's the northerner coming out in you, mate. Yeah. Mate, so, you, um, can, 
you can say as little or as much as you want to me. Like, it's just what I said, everybody, you know, this is, uh, I like to think it's a table, you know, when anyone can kind of pull up a chair and the voice will be heard, you know what I mean? And like, fucking, it's your perspective. It's your story. Like, I've not lived it. So I got nothing to say about it. You know, I've not walked a mile, never mind a second in your shoes. So who the fuck am I to judge? You know what I mean? I ain't, I ain't a bloody angel. I'm a fucking dickhead, like a blonde working class man from Manchester. You know what I mean? Like who the fuck am I to judge? Like nobody. And and I think everybody should be in a similar boat, you know, whether you're bloody aristocracy or where you're a bloody peasant, like who are you to judge? Like we don't really know. And we fall, we all fall into that trap, man. Like, you know, we all fall into the, the trap of prejudice, but we really need to kind of take a step back and be like, you know what, man? Fuck, I don't know what I'd do if I was in that boat. Probably would have done something worse. Let's be honest. So, mate, you can that say whatever the, the fuck you want to me. That is the thing with prejudice. And, um, like, a lot of the athletes that I'm coaching now face a lot of prejudice. And if I don't bring a full version of who I am to the table then really I'm being quite cowardly to try to avoid other people's prejudice where I don't want to be that coach. I want to be a coach that says, you know what, I've been through things in my life as well and I've faced prejudice and this is what I've done to deal with it and there is no shame in having struggles or overcoming things. Like, it's okay. Because if I'm, if I'm, if I've been through things and then don't, don't tell anybody about that or try to hide it or not bring my full authentic self to that because I'm afraid of someone else's prejudice, then really that's not walking the walk. Mm. I've, I've experienced this quite a lot over the last few weeks and months where I've thought, oh, don't say that. Don't put that on Instagram. Don't let anyone know about that. Um, and it is because I've felt a bit worried about what people are going to think of me. Um, and I don't want to be that version of myself. The true version of myself, I'm really quite a bold person. I'm very confident and I'm, I don't want to... It's scary, isn't it? When you when you sort of um, faced with a challenge, you know, it, it can be a scary place. And if I, I, you know, start turning away from challenges or I start uh, lesser, less in, you know, um, bringing a less version of myself then what is the point? Because it's not true, is it? And the truth really is, I think, all we've got in this life. So, um, yeah, I'm feeling very motivated at the moment to be my true self and to bring that to my coaching and to encourage my athletes to bring their full self. Because as well, like, when you're out there on the competition floor, if you've been bullshitting yourself, then what's going to happen when when you're in an arena where only the truth really matters. I love the metaphor of training for every situation in life. So like my coach says to me, if you don't, uh, if we don't see an improvement in the next six weeks, you're going to ring me up and tell me, where have you been lying to yourself? And I thought, yes, that's exactly it. It's every day, how much integrity are you bringing to your training? Did you miss a rep out? Did you, did you not go low enough on that squat and you just let yourself get away with it? I don't want to be that kind of athlete and I don't want my athletes to perform like that either because when the shit hits the fan and it might not be in the gym, it might be another situation in their life and they've been 60% truth, 40% bullshit, 
then it's going to count then and it's too late when that's already happened mm. you know you need to you need to try your best to be as um authentic with yourself and as truthful with yourself as possible so yeah this this year has really been all about that for me um oh yeah change that's what I was about letting go of the old version of yourself as well so when I've started to really try and get back to that true version of myself then the first stage of doing that is letting go of the old version isn't it which is a comfortable version even though there's like the flaws there or there's like um things about myself that I want to improve or things that I've done where I thought I should not have done that it's a familiar version of myself so to um to make the first step into change this sort of the letting go phase and then what I've called in my own head the wilderness phase where you're sort of in the no man's land you've not really got the new version boxed off yet and you're in like a period of like a, a desert the desert times where like there's just a few cactuses maybe a camel going past you know maybe let go of some friends that you used to have or some relationships that you used to have and you're waiting for the new friends to come that barren wilderness that is where the magic happens I could not go into that before I was like dip a toe in the sand and then I'm off because it's oh it was horrendous someone said to me all, all you need all I need to do to kill you is to put you in a room on your own then you'll be dead <laughs> like, that's a bit harsh but it was true it's taken me like a good year to be comfortable being just me alone and I don't particularly have a lot of you know demons about myself I'm quite all right with myself but it was just that silence and um yeah just sitting alone like the vastness of the universe overwhelms me mm. I feel like it's so big and there's so much information and there's so many people doing so many different things. I can just get like overwhelmed by it and I couldn't ground myself. So I um, I started having uh, some therapy actually called EMDR and it's a uh, kind of trauma therapy because a lot of the time I was going about my day and feeling overwhelmed. It was because of like past traumas and it was just getting triggered all the time and my old coach kept saying to me, you can't, you can't keep still stop drinking caffeine. And um, when you're going for a lift, you're just like twitching all over the place. And it wasn't, it was not to do with caffeine. <laughs> it was like, it was trauma and it just kept, you know, bothering me all the time. Couldn't sleep properly. I wasn't, um, I just wasn't feeling okay with myself at all. Uh so yeah, I started having the EMDR and it's helped me no end. And I've learned like some grounding techniques and I've started doing some some breath work. I recently went on a really good festival. It's called the Love Trails um, on the Gower Peninsula. And um, there was this guy, some guys there who do something called breath work. And it's, they have breath work for athletes and they also have um, breath work for trauma. And we went up this, you know, like a coastal path and the seas below. And he did like a few a few rounds of um, this breath work. And because like you were just led there, 
And when you breathe, it's like anything that's trapped starts to be able to come out of you. Um, and I could just feel like tears starting to just mm. pour down my face. And he came over to me and he put his hands like on my chest there and sort of held me to the earth and like earthed me. Um, and I just like leaned into his arm and just absolutely like let it go. Um, and he was saying to me, just just let go, just let go of it. Uh, and it was like such a, a really beautiful experience for me to um, have that space to just breathe and release a bit of life. It's, it can be very tough and I am an all or nothing person. Like I'll jump into life with two feet. I've had many sort of um, lifetimes, different phases of my life. So, and to process that, we don't have really, I don't know about you, but in my life, I don't really have um, time to just reflect on things and go somewhere quiet and um so I feel like it builds up quite a lot and it's great isn't it going to the gym and I was sort of using the gym as my therapy and my old coach kept saying to me I want you to have a rest day you've got to have to take this rest day and I just avoided it avoided it avoided it because I knew there was all this sort of stuff in the background just waiting for me um, and I feel like with some of my athletes, that's what they've been carrying around with them. They've not really had that opportunity to address any of it or to to have a place to do that. Um, so I've teamed up with these guys and we're going to do a two-day event uh, where we're going to have the breath work on. And we're going to do adaptive CrossFit. And another guy's coming who's a movement specialist. Um which I'm really excited about because, again, if you've got a, suddenly got a new body that doesn't work how your old body worked, as an adult, that's really difficult because when you're learning as a child, you're developing how to move as a child, you're playing all the time, you're falling over, you're trying new things out. But as a grown-up, really, what you're going to be doing is walking into work, <laughs> um, you know, sitting down at home, going to the gym where you might want to be really cautious in case you make a bit of a dick of yourself. Um, so I feel like that can delay people's ability to learn how to move again after they've had a significant injury or illness. Um, so I'm super excited for that. I think it's going to be really good um, to have that safe place facilitated by a, a movement specialist where they can try out some different moves with the body and see how things work. And I think they're going to get some really good growth from that. What is it? It's going to be in the new year. It's going to be 2024, um, April, I think. Mm. End of April, start of May. It's going to be special. I'm really excited about it. That's awesome. The breath work, the breath work I cannot recommend enough. He, he does one thing that's for um, performance. So you do like these cycles of breathing. And I've noticed like I'll just do it every so often during the day. If you start feeling a bit anxious or for me, I have like a bit of gut issues where 
I feel like my body's not able to digest food. Um, obviously, then I'm not fueled well for performance. I'm feeling uncomfortable working out. And I've just been doing a couple of cycles of it. And I can feel my body go into the rest and digest stage. Mm. Like you have a couple of yawns and... Um, yeah, I can't. I can't tell you how excited I am to start. So I've only had that like one weekend of it, but um, it's really had a good impact for me. Uh, so I'm hoping to share that with my athletes. So that'll be cool. Um, we've got a competition coming up in September. Me and Sai doing the adaptive, uh, what active, comp one able-bodied one uh, adaptive athletes. So that's gonna be fun. Looking what a fucking legend. <laughs> he's hilarious fucking love that man yeah he's a good one he's a good egg and I don't know if you've met Liam the guy who was paralysed in a motocross accident you'll have to get him on the show not sure is he a powerlifter he's a crossfitter I was up this is a cool story you'll like this this is what I mean about the people that are coming to me so I'm up uh, I think it was the old man of Coniston with a couple of friends and then, I mean, he says this didn't happen, but I am sure I saw a woman with a flag <laughs> and a drum and she was singing a song, but apparently that wasn't happening. It was just a woman, like, and some friends of his. And uh, they do this thing called Team Wheels where they take him in his wheelchair, like, up different mountains. So there he was at the top of wherever, it, I think I'm sure it was Old Man of Coniston. There we all are at the top of the mountain. And I was like to my mates, oh, look, an adaptive athlete. <laughs> anyway, on my Instagram, <laughs> on my Instagram that night, there he was, a video of him with some other people, but I must have been following one of his group. So I tagged my mates, oh, look, there's that guy that we saw today. And they got in touch with me and they were like, oh, do you know him? I was like, no. Um, then I'm an, an adaptive uh, CrossFit coach, like, does he want to get involved? So they said, yeah, and he's uh, he's come on onto my programming. Um, he comes to the gym. We've been doing loads of really good work. And he has done a competition at Southern Quarter mm. that was really cool. Um, and um, this weekend, we've just done a charity event for Rock to Recovery. Oh, gross. I think my dog's just been sick. (laughs) (laughs) It's one way of getting your attention. It ate a full chicken yesterday, like the bones and everything. Oh, Jesus. Obviously just... Oh, sorry. Um, Yeah, so we went up, you know, the SAS selection route, Penny Mm -hmm. Fan. Mm -hmm. Went up there with him. Um, It was absolutely horrendous conditions, really windy, really rainy. Um, we were supposed to go three times. Uh, some people that I was um, with originally from, um, we did this like Royal Marines weekender with City to Commando, Dave Coleman, cool guy. Um, and met some people on there and I was said to them, oh, we should do the fan dance. Like, we'll do it three times. <laughs> we'll do it three times. And then I was like, Liam, do you want to come? <laughs> so we dragged him up there but it took like seven and a half hours so um a couple of the lads went and did the other two legs of it but I was like I cannot do it again my knee was like giving me a bit of shit and um 
So I just did it once. They completed it though, and we've raised, I think, over a thousand pounds for Rock's Recovery. So wow. that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that's where we're up to, really. Who are you? So many things. I am a survivor. That is what I do. I go through life and survive things. And um, I've had a lot of challenges over the past year. I actually um, I've actually lost two babies this year. Um, so one in October, a little girl, and then one May, uh, March. Was it this year or last year? What year are we in? Twenty twenty three. Yeah, sorry, twenty twenty two. So March twenty twenty two, October twenty twenty two. Um, so October of last year, and then January. I thought this year, like I need to do something differently. Um, so I just booked everything in. I booked the marathon in. I booked the Marines Commando weekend. I booked the running festival, which did a twenty five k run at that. Uh, started my own, own business, coaching the adaptive athletes. Um, and it's been really hard. Um, <clears throat> very, very lonely. You you do not realise until something like that happens to you um, how much pain you can endure. Mm. Like losing a child is not anything that anybody ever wants to deal with um and what's I was thinking about the other day what really sort of saved my ass was being able to coach I um I just carried on coaching like that I knew that all I have to do is get to the gym and coach my class and as soon as I started coaching like the magic happened and I started to feel okay for that hour and, you know, I, my go-to has always been training. So I was going there and trying to train. And just, I remember one day I was in the class, in the ward, and it was press-ups. I just lay on the floor, like, I just lay on the floor, my chest on the floor, and just, like, tears just started pouring out my face. And the, all the class was going on around me, like, everyone's, like, slamming weights around. And I was just led there on the floor, like, absolutely beaten to shit. Um, and then I got back up again and carried on and every day just got back up and carried on and on and on and I, I kid you not like I've been to some dark places I, I mean I'm in recovery I'm 20 years clean and sober from cocaine addiction Um, I was in rehab by the time I was 21 and that was a dark place like I was I was around some bad people really bad people Um, and I thought oh yeah dark place that is nothing compared to what I've been through this past year um because I don't I don't know if you've ever experienced anything like it but when you lose a child it's a very strange situation because no one talks about it there is a shame attached to the loss of a child I don't know why and I didn't really um 
I didn't know that until somebody else who's also lost a child um, said that to me, um, which was also really weird. So uh, the Adaptive Training Academy, who run the course, Alec Zirkenbeck, Zirkenbeck, Alec Zirkenbeck, um, I said to him, oh, I want to do some research about uh, dwarfism and exercise and why do people not do it and why is there only a couple of people in the in the category and everything? And he said, oh, I'll put you in touch with someone else, a researcher that we use. Um, and he put me in touch with her and she's telling me all about her project. Uh, she does works with kids with Down syndrome and um, she's done all this amazing research, an absolutely lovely woman. And we all had this meeting and everything, and everyone went off the call, and it was just me and her left. And she said, uh, I said, how did you get into this? And she said, uh, my baby died. I was like, no way. I said, like, that's how I got into it as well. Like, we were, it was just unbelievable. And she said to me, you know, it's, it's a very lonely experience because people don't know what to say to you. They can see that you're absolutely ravaged by this grief, and you're in that much pain that, like, people just don't come near you. They can't deal with it. I actually, one of my closest friends who I've been friends with for, I don't know, 12 years or something, uh, I said to her, will you be there at the birth? And she was like, yeah, I'll be there. And um, she phoned me up like on the night. I was in the hospital and she phoned me up. She said, I can't come. I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I need to, you know, self-care. I was like, what? Do you mean you can't, you can't do it? I was like, and luckily a girl from the gym had come to drop some stuff off for me and she stayed with me and it was just absolutely, it was perfect. It was a really beautiful experience, to be honest. The, you know, in that room, the energy in that room was just perfect energy, like really peaceful. It was, it was a good experience. Um, and yeah, she's, the relationship's never repaired. So I, I lost my best friend. I lost my little girl my um partner at the time fucked right off blocked me on everything like that was it so mm -hmm. i was just alone i was really alone um so all my athletes that were like oh you're doing so much for us like we're really grateful to you they've got absolutely no idea what where i was in my life when i started to coach them and what they've actually done for me is so much more than what i've given them um so yeah I felt like I was not keeping a secret or anything because, you know, that's my my story. That's not my professional life. Um, but, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm bringing. So when people are sort of, you know, uh, wondering what they're capable of, um, wondering how much they can endure, I feel like I've got a good idea about what a person can endure. So, yeah, don't take any shit. Like, <laughs> you're fucking tired. Get up. <laughs> fucking sick, twisted, northern humour, man, I'm telling you. It's the darkest thing on the planet. No, the dark humour gets you through, I'll tell you it's what. It's the best, man. So funny. You know, if you yeah. can't laugh about it, there's no point going through it, man. We were in the hospital, me and my mate from the gym, and this junior doctor was there, and he was trying to put a cannula in my hand. And he, like, missed the vein and, like, put the fluid in to flush it. There was, like, a huge lump on my hand. I'm going to him, 
do you even know what you're doing? Like, absolutely <laughs> shreds. He was honestly nearly crying. I was like, you better go and get someone else who knows what they're doing. He's going, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> we were just both killing ourselves laughing. <laughs> just such dark northern humour. Mm. <laughs> the worst situation. Driest yeah. of sarcasm, right? Yeah. <laughs> just got to say it with a straight face. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I'm just fucking with you. Like, it's, it's going to be all right. It's a bit of fucking fluid. <laughs> like, I'm not going to die. It's fine. Like, what's that lump on my hand? Yeah. He was like, oh, Mr. Ben. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, it's fun. Mate. That's one hell of a story. Yeah. That's one hell yeah. of a story. It's good. That's what life's about. Experiencing things. Fucking A, mate. You know, if we go to the cinema, mate, and we pay that ten ten bucks, ten quid, you want to go yeah. watch a movie, right? It's two hours long. It says once upon a time, they had a great life. Happily ever yeah. after. You're like, what the fuck yeah. is this all about? I want my money back. Uh, yeah. I want my money's worth. 100%. Yeah. Arrive to your grave, broken and bruised, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm really into David Goggins at the minute. Just that mindset of people aren't going to understand and they don't understand because they're not where you're at and they're not chasing what you're chasing. Mm. Um, And I think when you've been into a dark place like you kind of like want to look for it in a way in 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 positive ways um so i'm applying for the fire service next week um which is a big challenge the maths especially <laughs> but i just really want to like push myself I don't yeah. want to be sat around in another 10 years thinking, oh, you know, that victim mentality. Oh, didn't I have a shit time? Oh, wasn't it awful when that happened? Oh, that happened to me and that relationship ended. And, oh, poor me. I don't have that friend anymore. It's like, no, absolutely not. I'm going to get up off the floor mm. and get on with it. Get on with the next day and get on with the next day and then set myself a goal and try and achieve that goal and do you know, like the fan dance, we aim to do it three times. I only did it once. That doesn't mean that's over. That's I'm gonna go again another day. I'm gonna try for two. And once I've got two, I'll go back and I'll get the three. My mate who was there, Owen, he's an absolute legend. He's really had my back. Um it's been year, I think it's been three years. I've known him for three years, met him up mountain, and he's been trying to do three times up the fan in all the time I've known him he must have t- attempted it six or seven times and he's finally completed it this weekend so you know to have that um resilience and just get back up again I just think like that's what you need in life isn't it that's off big just keep getting just keep getting up keep going fucking hats off man perseverance mm. you know unstoppable mindset Good job we're not got a glass jar, in it. You know what I mean? We're talking up shit, and we can take we can take a few punches. You know what I mean? You just got to get the fuck back oh, yeah. up. That's all it is. But yeah, just get back up. It's all right. <laughs> Whatever. Start swinging, yeah. man. Just start throwing punches <laughs> everywhere. Fuck them. Burn it all down. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, burn it to the ground. Rebuild it. Out yeah, of the ashes. Here we fuck go. Them. <laughs> fuck them all, mate. I'm telling you, like, put your heart on your sleeve, man. Speak from it as often as you can. Yeah, exactly. honest to God. And if people ain't gonna like it, fuck them. Yeah, I've earned this truth. I'm not 100%. gonna just 
be quiet about it now. No, I'm going to tell people, do you know what I've been through? Do you know what I've survived? I can help you to get through that as well. Mm. Mate, do you want to keep going? At what time is it? we got like 20 seconds. All right, no then. <laughs> when are you coming to the UK? Ain't that the question. You owe me a workout. I'm, I've been waiting a long time for this workout. Eight months now. I'm a nomad. I dot around everywhere, you know. People don't know where I am. <laughs> the Scarlet Pimpernel. <laughs> I'm sure you're in the UK. That picture behind you looks English to me. 